best when I hear something amazing. Oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network grilling essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra $10 off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles. 10 off 25 offer valid May 27th through 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details. So we're back here. And it's the start of the second quarter. Wits can't get the tap out, but Fiorini mops up. Harbrow tries to get through. Sockers it off the ground. And it goes as far as Bows at center half forward. Hawthorne now sweep around the back. Took Miller chases. Can't get there. And Hawthorne running in. Uh, nice clear up by Murdoch. Who now goes to the wing. Ainsworth pops it up just inside the square. And goes further out to the wing to Lockie Weller. So now King is fair way out from goals. Kicks it to about the 55 metre mark. Day can't take the mark. Mops up, sporting a nice headband after that knock before. And Took Miller has just kicked the ball into the ground. I don't know what happened there. Maybe he had a bit of turf toe and kicked the turf instead. Hawthorne now have the ball heading down past wing. About to enter their forward 50. Can the Suns chop this off? Oh, good work by Caleb Graham to Harbrow. But Harbrow can't get the handball away. Swallow cleans up. Back to Lacocious. Good user of the ball. But unfortunately, straight to a Hawthorne player in the centre square. Kings all the way back down to the halfback flank time. Is, they're, is, they're engaging this full zone press, aren't they, the Suns? Yeah, it's interesting um, tactic against the Hawks, isn't it? Yeah, they're just not they're just not getting the two way running right, getting intercepted, and then the Hawks are off to the races. Hmm. Well, it looks like Gunston's now got a shot on goal. And he misses. Ball lands just inside. Roughhead's got it. Puapolo, and nice tackle from Took Miller. Like I was saying during the week, Took Miller's won the free kick there. Took Miller should be playing as our, our small defensive defender. Yeah. No, that, that was a really good call. And uh, you and I hadn't actually colluded on that, but I totally agree with you. Um, I've thought it for a while. Who, who, who? He's not the weak link in our midfield, but you just get the feeling that, that we, if we had a real midfield bull, and the Suns uh, are making a he, play here. Lacocious to Wits. Dawson almost got tackled, but he was able to clear it to Harbrow. Harbrow's got it to King, who's taken a mark about 75 out. Kicks it to the hot spot in the forward, and Sam Day takes a great mark about 25 metres out, right in front of goal. On your Sammy. Uh, it, it's really great to see him back in first grade, isn't it? Yeah, he, he definitely belongs there. And like I've been saying, Sam Day's a natural forward. That's where he'll play his best footy for the for the club, despite a lot of uh, fans believing he's he's suit better suited to the uh, the the back half of the ground. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it, I think uh, I think it's been important for. Oh, for and Sam and Day has shanked that kick. Oh, he was lucky it even went through for a behind. So what the Suns bummer. just very, really inaccurate, that one. very inaccurate today. One goal, three. And then we've had a couple of other shots, like the Sexton goal, which was uh, not allowed due to some sort of free kick. So Hawthorne's got the ball out to the wing. They're running away. Metres of space. No Suns able to get near them. And uh, now they find themselves, Tom Scully, having a shot at goal from about 45 out. It's just all too easy for the Hawks. Yeah, there's a lot of space. That, that's that. It's the kind of ground where you really can go coast to coast, and uh, it's difficult to defend every you know every blade of grass, um, and it's not as far from from goal to goal. So it seems like teams just sort of you know get out in the open spaces and and, and suddenly you know three kicks and they're and, and they're kicking for goal. Mm. Well, that's so, another goal for Hawthorne, and it's forty-four to nine. Not looking good for the Suns. Like I said, reminiscent of that that Swans game. Yeah, but the by Suns this, are playing well here. By this could've... stage of the Swans game, the Suns were were making an impact. I think in in uh, in the second quarter, it was still looking a bit dire, and. Uh, if I, as as you will recall, perhaps Brody almost got caught with the ball running through the middle and managed to get a questionable hand pass out. And uh, yeah, I remember that incident. Might have been a Weller goal. Or, it was very or critical anyway. of Brody that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if we can have him play play like that every every game, we'd win more than and lose. We've just had the third bounce record that was going in the fa- Suns' favour. So. The umpire's definitely favouring the Hawks when it comes to the bounce. Well, just an update on that. Witsy's had 14 hit-outs, and if he stays on track, he's going he's, he's gonna to move right up. So when, it, when I'm talking about this, the, the all-time hit-outs by a Ruckman in a season, Witsy would go to the very top if it was, if it was hit-outs on an average. So he's, he's currently got... Excuse me... <coughs> Lucky Weller from outside 50, and he's got a goal. Oh, I Great. called it a minute ago. You you want to call Weller. that one, Tom, as you watch the replay? Well, we're, 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 Jordan Murdoch having a great game. He's, he's right in there. Sexton getting involved. It looks like a, quite a few Suns, Suns players are, are really, you know, refusing to let this one become a blowout. And, uh, and yeah, Lucky Weller, look, his injury... You know, it, it kind of it, it takes a bit of time to get back from from form. But Harbrow really makes the makes the play, and then and Willis picks up the crumbs, and that's just a terrific goal from fifty. You got to you got to get them if you're going to be in a game. You can't just be relying on hitting up marking targets. So I think I think the boys will be you know heartened by that because uh, a, a twenty nine point margin you know doesn't do justice to the to the effort. So Fiorini gets the clearance here. George Holland-Smith misses, but McPherson cleans up. And Hawthorne have just intercepted, and it looks like they're just going to waltz straight in for a goal here. And Gunston's inaccuracy saves the Suns, who are now five goals down. Lukosius takes the mark just outside the uh, just inside the fifty. 
just before it went out of the bounds. So, no, instead of going down the wing, they cross back over the ground. Hanley takes it just in front of goals. And now the exact opposite position on the other side of the ground, Ballard has the ball. It's the interceptions that, that are really, well, Sam really telling factors, there. isn't it? Yeah, the fumbles as well. Sam Day just dropped an easy chest mark there. Mm. Bose has cleared it up. Got to, gets it to Sexton on the wing. Sexton's looking for a target. He's asking them to come up. Bombs it long. Wits can't get there. Hawthorne clear it up. Oh. Hawthorne turned it over. George Holland-Smith is trying to get there. Scully's all over him. And he's been pinged for holding the ball. Once again, free kick Hawthorne. Mm. I didn't think there was much in there at at all. Mm. Yeah, it seems like you're, you're, you're allowed to really, really smother players this year, I think, um, with all the new rule changes, the the old rules, like you know, pushing the back or whatever, they seem to be really inconsistent, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I mean, another another free kick there. here for Hawthorne as a Suns player pushed him out of a marking contest. Uh, but Hanley's cleared it up as it goes over the pack. And is that Sexton again? No, Fiorini. In, inside to Sexton. Sexton can go over to Took Miller, but he's now he goes as Took's surrounded by Hawks. McPherson to Fiorini again. And Fiorini hits Ben King at the 45-metre mark. Jeez, Fiorini's play, playing a terrific game. I think that might be his 14th disposal for Fiorini. Yeah, Fiorini's having a good game. Not impacting as much as he'd like. But he's doing his job. So Ben King runs in. 52 metres. And it looks like he's missed. Long kick, just very inaccurate. So yeah, Fiorini's on 13 disposals. 7 kicks, 6 handballs, 2 marks, 1 tackle. 9 contested possessions. So he's getting in, getting the hard ball. Yeah, my word. He's I leading mean, leading the contested flashy. possessions. Swallows behind him on seven. So yeah, Fiorini's having a good game. Very good game. Yeah, two goals four is, is just not what you want in a game like this. The Hawks have been a little bit wasteful, but those seven goals—they all came came pretty uh, pretty easily to them. Um, the um, the Hawks the Hawks are relying on this this other game, Shane. So I might just go and go and uh, get a get a score update for us. Right. Anyone uh, in the chat want to jump in, Mister Bods? Old soul, we haven't heard from you guys for a while for this quarter. Oh, so give us so, a shout uh, out. Let us know. The the uh, the Bulldogs have really pulled away in the third quarter. Uh, Three quarter time, they're leading ninety three to sixty four. If you recall, that was a uh, sixty to fifty seven half time score. 
Um, so that puts Hawthorne out. Now, you would wonder if perhaps uh, they might have a bit of radio silence at the Hawks um, until after the game, or you wonder if they get told at half-time that they're, they're, not, they're no chance of finals. Could affect team morale. It's been known to happen. So did the Giants get up, did they? Or was that the Dogs? No, 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 the Dogs. It's Well, the Giants, are, the Giants are guaranteed the finals. 93, the yeah, sorry, I just saw the score there. No. Yeah, yeah. So so the Dogs still have to win the game, but if they do, the, then eighth spot is just too, is beyond anything Hawthorne can do. Um, with, I mean, uh, the, the permutations of the, of the ladder... Uh, there, there's a, a lot of a lot of things had to happen for for it to go the Hawks' way because they're on 36, right? Yeah. So so the Bulldogs are, on, are now, will now be on 44 and take that eighth spot, and uh, and and yeah, the Hawks just won't be able to catch them. Oh. Uh, they, although they are they are talking about a ladder. Uh, uh, this this being a um, a percentage booster. Yeah, well, that's what I feared Hawthorne would be considering this game as. Harbrow had a great tackle there to prevent a Hawthorne goal. We've got a ball up. Sun's trying to get the ball out, but they're surrounded. And Swallow gives it up straight to a Hawthorne player. And it's gone through for a behind. Okay, Mr. Bods is, is uh, just getting some food together. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's apologising for his, his absence. <laughs> the Suns trying to launch a counter-attack here. Hanley's got it from the 40-metre 40, 40 mark in defensive 50. Chips it over to Dawson. That's barely 10 metres. Dawson gets it inside 50. McPherson. Lemons. But they've turned it over. Hawthorne now surge back forward. Lemons can't lay the tackle. Going to roughhead. Caleb Graham does a great job there spoiling that. But it looks like Hawthorne's settled and scored another goal. Uh, there may be something going on here. The umpire thinks it may have hit the post. The scoreboard hasn't changed, so go and do a review. It does look like it's hit the post. <laughs> I wonder if they'll bring in the Snicko that they've been using. Those camera angles got... aren't really going to be conclusive, but it bloody looks close. I think they've got the technology to stick it in the ball, right? There was a ludicrous thing yesterday. An absolutely ludicrous thing yesterday where two, play, two players were fighting over the ball on the sideline and and the, it went the ball clearly went out and the players all just got up and ran up and ran back to position and the umpire went over and said, Well, the ball hasn't entirely gone out, but you can see the ball on the other side of the sideline. If there's anything of it over the sideline, it's only like a millimetre. Well, we didn't and see the snicker, and it looks like they're going to stick with the umpire's call because I don't think that was conclusive. And the umpire's call was a goal. Right. So, 
I swear I've seen them use this Snicko technology in other games. So why wasn't that used? It's uh, could be the, could be the ground. Although you'd think that Metricon it's, would. It's but, so Marvel, Marvel Stadium. Have, Marvel would have the the, the best AFL own technology. that. It's, it's Hawthorne, isn't it? Well, I mean, why are they reviewing it? You don't review everything that goes close to the post. You review things that someone said that hit the post, and they go, "Oh, I'm, I didn't see it." Yeah. Oh, here's the snicker. Something was popping up, but obviously it wasn't loud enough. Fiorini clears the guts, goes out forward. Oh, Sexton's trying to do something with it, overthinks it, tries to handball it back to Bose, and it's intercepted by Hawthorne, who now run away with it yet again. Caleb Graham shoves off with the uh, don't argue, but can't get the ball past the wing. And Dawson's lining up on Puopolo and keeps the ball out of his hands as it goes out of bounds. Uh, Mr. Bods agrees with us on the uh, umpiring, playing to the crowd. Oh, it clearly hits the post. The ball is going through in a uniform pattern, and then after the post, the ball was all scrambled. Like, it doesn't start helicoptering like that unless it hits the post, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it was very suspicious. Uh, well, it's not the it's not the main reason for the... Anyway, Ainsworth tries his best to clear the ball out. And looks like the umpire's picked a free here, of course. Free kick Hawthorne. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Jack Bowes get involved in a few things, but I'd like, I'd like to see him go on the ball. I think uh, there, there, there appear to be four or five Suns players who are getting all of the ball, including Hanley, Fiorini... Miller. And that was just too easy for Hawthorne, just over the top of the Suns defenders and taps it onto the boot. Uh, I, I really, really inaccuracy, and they, they don't seem to be paying too much attention to their, their defensive structures. Otherwise, it's the other way around, and they're, they're overthinking it. I mean, the Hawks are sort of now playing, you know, keepings off. Um, certainly, if you if you if you have a look at the team stats, which the Suns were, uh, you know, and are still leading, the Hawks are getting far more goals per possession, and yeah. the Suns are sort of trying to trying to sort of share it around. And the Hawks have had twenty nine inside fifties and fifty eight points, so. You know, they get two points for for every inside fifty. That's that's a goal every three. You know, you can't you can't be conceding that. No. Not this early in a game. Amir has just taken down the Suns player when he didn't even have the ball and nothing was called. Hawthorne cleared the ball away. They're they're on the outer wing, going long. Uh, a couple of Suns players here. They should be able to intercept, but no, Amir has got it. Tries to don't argue. And he's pinged for holding the ball. <laughs> Tuke Miller takes the ball away. Little knock-on from the uh, Hawthorne players to keep the ball moving. Not much going on. Looks like Wingard yeah. running through the middle. 
there's just really not much to talk about from a Suns point of view. We could have chosen well, a better game, couldn't we? <laughs> we could have. Look, uh, Old Soul's in the chat and he's, he's making the point that Swallow and, and McPherson uh, need to spend their summer practicing looking before they use the footy. Um, they do they do tend to sort of have this in, in, infuriating habit of, of just of, of throwing the ball on the boot and hacking it forward. And, uh, and it leads to turnovers seemingly more often than not. Well, Hanley's uh, just tried a quick clearance kick and it's gone straight to Chad Wingard about 40, 30 metres out from goal. So that he's another one you can add to that list. I mean, there are days when Hanley gets a lot of the pill and goes a bit stir-crazy. And so he does a, does a few good things and then he just does something really dumb. Well, it sounds like he's having that sort of game. He's got yeah. 16 disposals at the moment at 75% efficiency. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, he, the, there are things he's doing really well. And, you know, I mean, that, that clearance in and of itself was a desperate attempt to, to get it out of there, but, you know, kick it 20 metres. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you'd be, you're probably better off going trying to run forward with the ball in hand and and, uh, and get caught. You're not going to get caught holding the ball if you're in the middle of a scrum. Mm. Mind you. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. It's Hawthorne, so anything goes. Um, Fiorini's up to 15 disposals now, 67% efficiency. Still leading the way with contested possessions with David Swallow. Uncontested possessions, Hanley's leading the way with 13. The Sun, uh, the Hawks' pressure acts are far and above the Suns' players at the moment. There's about four players before Sfiorini as the leading Suns. So yeah, that's probably where the game's being won is Hawthorne's pressure. Looks like Sexton's is- just got a free kick here from... Uh, Burgoyne tackling. I missed that. Here we go. Here's the replay. And the ball slipped out of Sexton's hands as Burgoyne's continued the tackle and spun him to the ground. So probably a tackle there for not having the ball. Sexton lines up for a shot. Can he make up for that one that was disallowed earlier? Doesn't look good off the boot. And he's missed. No. So very inaccurate today, the Suns. Very, and it's it's really costly. Could be could have six goals, but anyway, and when you're scoring goals, it, it prevents them from scoring them at the other end. But anyway, uh, it was a shocking free kick there, wasn't it? And you often see them not paid. Yeah. But but um, anyway, that's that's. It, what's going through their minds when they're lining up and missing Shane? Well, I, being a forward myself, that was always one of the biggest things, just trying to shut those voices out of your head. Um, especially if you miss one or two early, it, 
it plays on your mind and every next kick becomes even more important and uh, it usually gets the better of you but on the other hand Sexton was lucky enough to get one early even though it was disallowed so you'd think his confidence would still be fairly good Yes, yeah. I mean, he usually doesn't miss those. Sexton, he, his, his, his leadership is is not so much in get, racking up big possessions; it's in hitting the goal, the, the scoreboard. Well, I, I think, think Har- uh, Harbrow and Weller are playing quite well, but I mean, you know, you're going to get a lot of the ball when you when, when you're defending so much, aren't you? Yeah. Well, Tim O'Brien for Hawthorne's just taken a big mark over. Charlie Ballard, I think it was, but he has kicked it to the left, and it's a one point for Hawthorne, who's now up to 65. 65 points to the Suns, 17. That's a big margin there. Eight goals. 38, 48 points? Yeah. Yeah. So, did you see the kneeful yesterday, Shane? No, I watched the first quarter and it was hard to watch without any commentary. We probably should have tried to commentate that game, shouldn't we? Yeah, I, I was thinking that after after I started to watch it. I, I'm disgusted that the NEFL don't com- have commentators at every match. I know that the, the Northern Territory Thunder for their home games that they always do. Um, the reason given this week was that the Tramway Stadium in Sydney, which is a rubbish stadium, by the way, it looked, um, didn't look up to scratch. I thought they'd be playing at um, you know, the SCG or Joint Stadium or something like that. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. They, they, they sometimes play out at Blacktown, but Swans fans don't like that because they, they can't... You know, typically, Swans supporters don't live anywhere near Blacktown, which is, if you know Sydney at all or, or even just look at it on a map, Blacktown's like... Brisbane to the Gold Coast distance. It's not, and, and the public transport out there is, is rubbish. So, um, and I'm, I'm glad we didn't play at Blacktown because we, we hardly ever win there um, because it's a yeah it's, it's a bit of a graveyard. But anyway, uh, it's a better stadium. And when when games are at Blacktown, they typically the, the Giants have their, their, their they, they they have their commentators who are actually rubbish anyway because they don't know any of the Suns' names, but. I, it's been like seven weeks since the Suns had a had a game commentated in the NFL. It's bloody atrocious because the NFL is is um, is sponsored by well, is, is, is everything's paid for by the AFL. Mm. So you know they've just made this decision that the Suns don't have as many listeners or something, and I don't know. I've taken them to task over it. Well, they, they reckon Luke they Bruce has managed to enough. outsmart the umpire here and he's been awarded a free kick over Caleb Graham, but the footy gods have their say and the ball hits the post. Uh-huh. Um, old Soul's in the chat saying, you know, the Suns aren't likely to, to kick a score of 66 for the whole game, even if we were playing well. He's probably right there. So he's absolutely right when they say Hawthorne's already won this. We're not going to see a Suns win today, I don't think. But he also says the NEFL commentary is a great idea. And it was something we were weighing up when we were discussing what we were going to do for our, our uh, 50, 50 episodes. We thought commentary was a good idea. Uh, we were just weighing up the, the logistics of doing a NEFL game. 
to uh, to an AFL game with the NEFL game being live streamed on YouTube. It would have had to. There could have been possible internet delays, and as mm-hmm. Tom's experiencing, he's experiencing the game from a bit of a delay. But I guess everyone would have been being YouTube. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we did put the the, the two options out there, and uh, we we got good feedback on doing commentary on this game, and it was sort of considered at that stage to potentially be a winnable game for us. Mm. Um, and no one really said much about the Neeful, but we didn't know Rankin was going to play, so he was amazing, Shane. Yeah. Did you, did I, you watch much of it? Well, I was able to watch the first quarter, and there was a couple of times there I saw Rankin playing through the midfield, and he just yeah. streaming away through the midfield all the time in the world. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't actually get to see his goal until you posted up that great little video on our Facebook page the other day. Yeah, I put a couple up there. Alex Davies had a little mark. Um, the Neeful actually uh, tweeted that same goal, but it, 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 my, even though their their vision is better, my uh, my little commentary made it, and I, I and I thought the whole passage of play deserved, you know, because Corey Ellis uh, kicked, you know, a lovely lovely kick. But yeah, it was that the way that particular goal, that particular goal post. The the wind coming howling out of there. It's 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 almost like there's some construction behind it, and and there's like a tunnel wind. Yeah, and 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 it's like a force field because, I mean, it wasn't the reason that Peter Wright missed one from ten meters out. Jake Miller's uh, just kicked straight into a Hawthorne player again. That's probably the third or fourth time this game I've seen a Suns player kick directly into their opponent. How does do you that sometimes happen at think this that's level? The player. You think the players are encroaching the mark sometimes? But no, it wasn't on the mark though. It was yeah. during play. Yeah. So the players are overestimating what their ability is and trying to be too fancy. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's out to 50 points now, Shane. And well, uh, and the Hawks seem to be uh, intent on kicking behinds. Well... They're lucky because I've got a 10-goal rule and I normally turn off the footy when the sun's down by 10 goals. I don't think I'll be able to do that tonight, so they're going to make me struggle and suffer in pain, aren't they? Well, so, look, um, we've got plenty of things that we can we can talk about. Uh, Mr. Bods wants everyone to pile in on... on, on, uh, on uh, well, what do, you, what do you call him, Bodsy? Well, that, that's half-time. He, he normally calls him the bedwetter or that, something. It's half time now. Hawthorne ten goals seven sixty seven. Gold Coast Suns two goals five seventeen. So it's a 50, 50 point deficit at the moment. The Suns only managed one goal three for that quarter to go with their one goal two from the quarter before. They were able to stem the flow though. Hawthorne only were able to kick four goals five to the six goals two in the first quarter, but that's probably more of a case of Hawthorne's inaccuracy. Yeah, and I think Hawthorne are mad for putting Ruffy in, in the VFL. I mean, he's clearly capable of playing to a high standard. Um, you know, they, they, they've been they've been trying to sort of um, get some sort of combination with their, their younger forwards, and you can understand that. But, yeah, G-Footy's a, 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 a tough game at times, isn't it, when, you, when one of your club champions is fading out? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, Shane, you know, Pierce Hanley's contract's up for renewal and they haven't, they haven't renewed it yet. No, they haven't. 
I mean, you know, is there is there smoke? Maybe that maybe there's there's going to be some fire. Maybe um, I hope not, but you know. Well, maybe. I mean, Hanley may just be ready to to be with family, considering they all live on the other side of the world. He's spent quite a fair bit of time here in Australia pursuing AFL football, and unfortunately, he's been stuck in some uh, pretty poor teams over his career. So that's true. Yeah, he may just be ready to to bow out and may want to take his his uh, future into his own hands. Um. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, what do we make of this half a game so far? I mean. What what are we missing? The Hawthorne are clearly showing more more pressure as the pressure pressure act stats pressure act stats are showing. Yeah. Um I mean they're now leading the disposals only barely. Yeah, and uh, I think um Shane this what what's happening is it's coming it's coming back to you know, you're quite right about the pressure acts. That there are, you know, the top five pressure act players are, are all hawks, uh, which was was how that was how the um, the lions beat us last week. Uh, so this this was sort of coming. Um, well, the damning but, um, stat is the turnovers, isn't it? Twenty eight to forty one. Yeah, the, the Suns yeah. are coughing up too much of the ball. Besides that, everything else is pretty even. The contested possessions, the uncontested possessions. The Suns are winning the hitouts and the clearances. Um, uh, the yeah, free and, kicks and are in favour of well. Hawthorne. I, mean, I thought the disposal efficiency dropped off in the in the second quarter though, uh, because it was up at sixty three percent. Sorry, seventy three percent, and uh, and uh, now it's down to sixty nine point five. And intercepts um, as well. Which on track with, a... his, with his with his hitouts. Um, the so the other thing, up. the other thing there that goes along with the um, uh, turnovers is the intercepts. Hawthorne's winning the intercepts, forty-one to twenty-eight. So, a combination yeah. of intercepts and turnovers is really what's killing the Suns, and it's been killing us this last half of the year. So the Suns' well, it's new, the new game, game plan, plan Shane, yeah, isn't it? it, it whereas we were previously exclusively going up the line and not not ever trying to go through the middle. Um, they're, they're taking some chances, and um, there's nothing to lose, you know, except the game and maybe some fans. Um, but if you have a look at the NEFL, they're successfully implementing this game plan. And even though occasionally you get hurt on the rebound, if it works for you more often than not, you're going to put up a bigger score than the opponent. Mm. So who do you think... Who, who's in line for your top three at the moment? Three players that you think, if they keep this up, would be top three for you. Yeah, well, um, we're, we're definitely talking about Fiorini here. Um, and and Witsy's on, on track for... Um, and I'll put up a graphic on, on our Facebook page. It makes more sense than I could make of it. But we're talking about the most hit-outs... Per, the most hit-outs per person, like per, per average per game, by a ruckman in the history of the AFL over a season. So that sample size of, of 22 games. He already posted, last year, Witsy already posted uh, one of the top 10 ever uh, for hit-outs. And this year he's gone past that already. And he's looking at 
the top five hitouts in a season ever. And that's and every other player above him played more games. So it's really amazing. And to give you a little bit of perspective, Brody Grundy is uh, is is probably a couple of big games off um, off getting anywhere near wits. But Brody Grundy might actually go past him with an extra three or four games. Mm. Yeah. So wits wits uh, and uh, Fiorini, and you can't go past Hanley. I mean, he, he as you said, seventy five percent disposal efficiency. <coughs> he's had a few bloody clangers. Uh, but he's he's really just having a, a massive game. Hmm. I would say Fiorini definitely for me. Uh, Lockie Weller is up there for me. I think he's providing the flair and the uncontested possessions when we need it. Uh, kicking that goal as well. He's doing his bit. And I would say the third contender is probably going to be Tuke Miller. He uh, is toiling away there right up the top with contested possessions and uncontested possessions as well. Um, pressure acts is doing a bit of everything. So I think he's he's doing quite well. But we'll wait and see how they go. Alright. Um, let's see. What have we got in the chat? Um, Bodzy's going on about O'Meara again. He, he doesn't like yes. traders. And I'm sh- based on Tony Cochran's interview, I think Tony Cochran feels the same way. Yeah, we see. Looked him in the eye. Um, Shane, am I right in, in saying you you're, um, used to go for Sturt in the Sandfall? No, no. Who's your Who's your former? So you, I guess you never. Uh, I I wasn't. I was too young to really follow a uh, side in the Sandfall. Uh, yeah. I had family that followed Centrals, and right, that's right. Centrals, I, and that's... Um, I think I had more of an affinity with Norwood, but um, never really followed any side in the Sandville too closely. Yeah, uh, right. And well, I, what I was going to say, my, my old that... man was North Adelaide. Oh, okay, sure. Um, Tony Cochran's from Sturt. Yeah, and and uh, interesting. We've got Sam Day and Charlie Ballard from Sturt, so. Um, and among other South Australians, so uh, makes you wonder how many more South Australians there'll be coming to the club in the off season, doesn't it? Mm. Well, Old Soul doesn't agree with me. He hasn't liked Weller or Miller this game, but he does think Ballard, Wits, and Murdoch are contributing quite nicely to the side. Murdoch's yeah, an like interesting one. Mur- I do agree with yeah. Murdoch. Yeah, I'd like to see him getting a bit more of the ball in open space because he's got a great big left foot and mm. he can really tear up the wing he's so fast the um, old soul also says too many handballs to the ground forcing contests and that is probably probably a true statement there we're, yeah. we're seeing a lot of balls either not hitting targets or going straight to contests and it's dropping straight to the ground and yeah. Hawthorne just have the crummers there and the players there to get the ball off the ground as smoothly as possible that's um, right and if they if they can intercept and uh, and get out on the fly, then all our players are going the wrong way. Yeah, and it, and uh, and and look, they're they're faster than us, and they're reacting faster and better to certain situations. So our players are sort of getting a good shape, and then it's just that kicking into the man on the mark, or just not quite getting that that hand pass away cleanly, and then the Hawks intercept and then bang you back where you started. Yeah. With another goal on the board from 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 the Hawks half the time, or well, well one one third of the time, they're 
they're scoring a goal when they go inside forward 50. So we're repelling a few, but they're, they're getting a goal or a behind. Yeah. It's just too, too, too much. And, uh, in a, in a, with a situation like this where we've got, what is it, 12 players out, out injured and probably seven of them or eight of them are a first, first choice. Um, you know, the, the cavalry this year haven't just have never really arrived. Um, uh, you know, a player like Sean Lemons who, you know, missed a lot of, get a lot, lot of the season. He's never quite come good. Um, you know, Jack Bowes has only had the four touches, but whenever he's had it, he's looked really silky smooth with it. So get him on the ball. Maybe Holland Smith isn't quite fast enough for the Hawks. Yeah. Ainsworth is 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 not really uh, there's there's impacting a, as much. Actually, we don't have time to go into my next topic too much. So I'll bring that up later in the game when it's pretty much a dead rubber. But yeah, later sure. on, I want to ask you what your thoughts are on some of these Hawthorne players that the Suns have been linked to. There was an article in the Herald Sun earlier this week about players like Isaac Smith, Sean Burgoyne, Jared Roughhead, and. Uh, Paul Puopolo, I think, was the other one, all being linked to the Suns. We'll discuss that later, but let's take a break, Tom. And yep. to our listeners tuning in, uh, you can catch us. We'll jump on just before the third quarter as well. We'll just take a break and uh, jump on, interact with us for the rest of this game as there's not much not much to enjoy otherwise, is there? Yeah, and Shane, Shane might always pull the plug when it gets to 10 goals. <laughs> No, I won't. It's uh, the Sunstars thing. We're celebrating our 50, 50 episodes, and um, part of that is our showcase of what we could do if we reached all our Patreon goals. So this is as much of a uh, an advert for our fans as much as it is for us just to have a bit of fun and try something different. But as Old yeah, Soul sure. pointed out, you know, a needful commentary might be more on the money than something like this. And uh, that's maybe next year we'll look to try and throw in a, a needful commentary as well. Yeah, well, look, if they'd return we won't, my, we won't be hitting, my emails, we yeah. might, we might, we might, might be in the market to be the official. So well, we're not, we're not going to be hitting a milestone next year. There's no hundred. We're not going to reach a hundred hundred episodes next year unless we uh, get sponsored um, and hit our Patreon goal to do two episodes a week. But. Um, yeah, we'll we we'll, might just throw something nice out there for for our loyal supporters that tune in and help us out. All right, well, let's take a break, Tom, and I'll convene with you in about 10, 15 minutes. Ripper. All right, thanks, guys. Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network grilling essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra $10 off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles, 10 off 25, offer valid May 27th through 31st. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. If you've been a renter, you know it's stressful to find the perfect place. But Zillow Rentals make it easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find a rental that's big enough for entertaining your friends, but small enough they won't crash all weekend. Find your sweet spot on ZillowRentals.com.